Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Track Smack with Don Hall. Smackcast. Joining us now here on Track Smack Radio, uh, I'm I'm now calling him my BFF. He is now my bestie, um, and and Bernard and I have already like set up this thing where we've been talking. We're like, we've got to meet, we've got to meet at a racetrack. But I'm afraid because Bernard's loved right now, and if he gets around me, Mike, you know how I am at the track. Oh, I know. I know. We might. He might lose credentialing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we Bernard, might lose credentialing. Yeah. <laughs> it might be us. <laughs> or you. Bernard Pollard is joining us right now. Crush Boy Thirty One. What's going? on what up what up how y'all doing <laughs> doing good doing well doing a lot better now that you've joined us yeah Ooh. oh mr ally I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that i'm like mr ally racing yeah, how about that? <laughs> I, i'm i'm involved i'm involved just a little bit represent ally represent the 48 car um that's i mean to be saying that especially after you know we first time we talked and and just kind of keeping up with each other and i mean literally with Ally at races, oh my gosh! I, like, I mean, putting together rigs, all of this is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. In fact, let's let's kind of you know peel the the curtain back a little bit, and we'll say I, Bernard comes on. We're on Zoom, so we get on Zoom and stuff, so we can all see each other. And Bernard's putting together. Is this your second now rig? Putting together my second rig. So I have my first my my first rig that I've been racing with. It's it's been a blessing. It's been a lot of fun. Um, but I, I had to beef some things up. Um, so my son and I, after I got back from the, the 500, uh, got back Monday at seven, um, later that evening, my son and I start putting this rig together. Uh, I, I said, you know what? I'm going to bed at 11. I'm not staying up any later. Uh, so I ended up, we ended up going to bed the next day. I finished putting it together. Um, and it was I mean, for me, as you guys know, when you do something like that, it's so much more rewarding because I was paying, I was going to pay a guy uh, to, to put it together. And then my wife was just like, no. And I was like, no, I like, I, when I opened the box, I was just like, okay, this is too many pieces. <laughs> and so I, t- I called the guy. I was like, Hey, I need you to put this together. But then I had, so I feel bad. So if, if he ended up hearing this, seeing this on Twitter, I told him we all had stomach bugs. So I was like, don't come over. I was like, because we don't want to give you, uh, you know, the bug. I was like, my kids is coming out of both ends. And I mean, I, I drew this thing out. And forgive me, Lord, I lied to him. And it's just so bad. But I was like, I'm not paying him. And it's just so much more rewarding because I got a chance to put it together. And as I told y'all before we came on, um, yeah, I put I put a piece on the wrong way. So I'm, I'm fixing that right now. 
Well, and I have a feeling this is going to be the second of many rigs that you may own because you're going to continually, oh, no, I got to have this. I know how you guys are in your games. Oh, no, 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 I got to have this. Oh, I saw so-and-so had this, so I got to get that. And, yep. Hey, it's, it's beefed up. Like, the, it, this thing is, my computer is beefed up. So I don't know if I, I mean, if I do, it'll probably be like a motion rig or something like that to where the whole thing moving and <laughs> I probably can agree with you. I, I probably would end up doing something like that one day. Yeah. Goodness. Mike, you know, I was talking to you uh, during the show. We were talking about the Bubba Wallace documentary series that I'm watching right now on Netflix, which is amazing. And they show the Toyota TRD place where they go in and they work in the sim there in their simulator. And their sim, I mean, it's like, it looks like the whole front end of the car thing and it shakes. And I'm, that's what Bernard is going to be at next. <laughs> He's going to have some sheet metal. He's going to have a whole car around him. <laughs> well, you know, Bernard, after racing now, what you've been doing is what a couple years? Yeah, right. Two years, two almost two years exact now. Have you thought about doing like the Richard Petty experience, driving experience, or anything? Now, look, look, hey, Mike, look, I need you to stay. Uh, just stop because <laughs> we're gonna stay with the rigs. Like you know, I I, I got in the Lambo almost a month ago at the IMSA race, and I I about lost everything I had inside of me. Um, I. I I love going to the races. I love seeing the drivers and their skills. I love engaging with the fans. Being in a car going that fast is not for me. Um, and everybody's like, Bernard, like you hit people, you know, you used to hit people for a living. Like I, I didn't fear that. There was no fear in that. Like I, I knew my skill. I knew what I did in the weight room. I knew what I did in the film room. I knew what I did on the practice field. I was confident with, with what I knew and what I know. Uh, I knew that I was bigger, stronger, quicker, faster than most. So I didn't fear that. Getting that machine, I don't know that machine. Me and that machine ain't France. I don't trust it. And I, uh, yeah, I lost everything I had at the Emsa race. And I was, that's probably be the first and last time I do a lap ever. Mike, the video, <laughs> the video is. I, I immediately messaged him when he posted it because I'm not joking. I was crying because he did the, the usual. I didn't know. At first I was like, are you in a pace car? Or like, or do, are they doing a pace lap thing? Because I hear whoever it is that's driving time. We're gonna, I'm going to get you up closer to the wall. And he's like, no, 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 that's close enough. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, Don and I have done many pace car rides at Texas Motor Speedway. And some of the NASCAR drivers have given us rides and, there's a great video of me and uh, Jamie McMurray and Jamie was driving with one hand on the wheel and he's looking over his shoulder and talking to me as we're going down the back straightaway at about 110 miles an hour. And I'm like, put your both hands on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. J hey, Jamie would have got slapped that day. And I, I forgot to slap our driver, but I mean, I was so scared when I got done. My, I, no lie. Y'all, my knees were shaking when I got out the car. I mean, I mean, literally, the car was going so fast, it shot me up the seat and, like, to the door. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm, I mean, the power behind that is just incredible. Now, for me, as a fan, like, I'm like, yo, I love it. I love to see that. But to be in it, I have no desire ever to do it again. He was all like, Ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't oh, yeah. know. Okay, so let me ask you, which one was worse for you? The donuts in Nashville uh, there or with Alex in his car or the ride there at the, in the IMSA? I would say, I, okay, so yeah. they're a little different, D, um, because the donuts on Broadway, so 
obviously like I couldn't really fit in the car. And then there was almost like a fish hook like that was in the car. Mm -hmm. And so they go, oh yeah, Bernard, don't swing your head. They go, because you might get caught on that. And I'm looking like, what? (laughs) So nevertheless, the scary part about the Broadway burnout was it was just narrow. Mm -hmm. So they were on Broadway and it was just, you know, put the the barricade and everything else up. So that was just narrow. So for me, it was impressive but scary at the same time because I, I, I think I've done a donut once in snow in college, mm-hmm. but other and that was just one donut and I was good. But you know, them dudes was just just making that car dance, and so it was impressive to see them work in such a tight space. Um, but it was scary at the same time. I would have to say the IMSA race was. I mean, I, I got a chance to because we were talking. You know, and the guy, they were like, yo, you ready? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, I guess, whatever. And and I mean, Buddy just took off, floored it. And I mean, if I ain't never knew what full throttle was, I learned that day. He was full <laughs> throttle and just hugging that wall. And he laughing the whole time. I'm looking like, sucker, I want to slap you. Like, <laughs> slow down. But but it was it was fun, but I'm good. <laughs> and it gives you a, a new appreciation when you feel those four those g forces and they're not even that i mean you're not even getting what the racers are getting on race day you know when they're really but it hurts too it's like hard and then they they tell you mike will tell you this he's done it forever but they tell you too to keep from being sick you look Beyond, so don't look straight ahead. So if you're going into turn one, you actually want to be looking at turn three. You are you. You got to be looking through. You don't want to be looking right in front of you, um, because after a while, it just becomes, <laughs> you know, like all you just see is like flashing next to you, um, and and they do like to get close to that wall, and and it's crazy because you're really not as close as you think you are, but it's close enough. It's it's close enough. I feel like I can reach out and touch something. So. Um, we've done that, but we've, we've gone really fast. Uh, we've done it at Texas and Texas is nice and bumpy and, and, and quick, but I tell you, we've had the extreme. We we've done really fast. And then I had Ward Burton take us during a truck series race one time in a truck. And I'm, I'm not kidding you. Ask Mike. It was what, maybe 40 miles an hour. We were out for a Sunday stroll and he was giving us the history of the track. And him racing yeah. it, where he liked to go, what line he liked to run, what line he thought his son was going to run, what what line, right? I mean, everything. And it was just like, do do do. It was the longest pace car ride I've ever done, and yet I really enjoyed it, just because it's Ward. I mean, and Ward the way he talks, everything, his accent, everything about it, it was just, it was just right yeah. on par. It was perfect. So, uh, but I'm 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 happy that you survived, that you didn't have a heart attack. That you didn't poop your pants because I know this was all things you were thinking about. <laughs> oh yeah, I told him like I'm, I'm glad I didn't eat. Uh, I, I, so I was going to eat, but then when we got there, uh, Tina was telling me she she and they had to fool me, right? Like they had to play game, um, and so everybody went. You know, they were like, "Hey, we gotta go get these wristbands," and I was like, "Oh, okay, we all gonna get wristbands," and I'm just dark as all get out, but the blonde, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, let's go." And so we walk over to this tent. I'm like, oh, we all getting our wristbands. And so Tina was like, oh, no, Bernard, only you're getting it. So then the lady was just like, oh, yeah, you're the only one getting it because you're going for the ride-along. And I'm like, the ride-along? Like, <laughs> so it quickly turned. But, yeah, they, they, they got me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. 
good. But I'm glad that you were, because I know you were like adamant there for a while. I'm not doing it. I will not. I'm not going to go for a ride in a car. Nobody's going to get me for a ride. But I'm glad that you did. Because I think in the end, it's nice to have the perspective of being in there. If nothing else, you know, I mean, while the car is different, you've been around Daytona, you know, now. And, and so you can talk about that banking and how extreme it is. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and just how huge the track is itself. I mean, you tell people, but until you're there, you have you just don't realize how big there's a freaking lake in the middle of the track, <laughs> yes. Yes. you know, yes. with people yes. in boats in it. <laughs> so um, but I, that's what I was telling Mike, too, as I said, it's just crazy in two years. Now, you've gone to a Daytona 500, but you've also done the 24 hour uh, Rolex, 24 hours of Daytona. Um Tell me a little bit, you know, because again, I know you're dipping your toes in gradually to these different forms of motorsports. Your thoughts on seeing guys like Elio Castroneves and, you know, some of the greatest race car drivers uh, or just drivers in general uh, in history, they're at that track running for 24 hours, everything about it. It's just, it, I've never had the opportunity to go. I'm jealous of you. So tell me about it. I mean, so. I really didn't know what to expect um, during that race. I, I I wanted to go in, and, and and as I did when I, after watching, and I wasn't watching, my wife was watching the CNN with talking about Bubba and, and the, the COVID season and all the other stuff. So when I went into that race, I honestly went in with an open mind. I was like, I just, I, I want to learn. Like, and I thought it was going to be different cars. I didn't know it was going to be more of the exotic cars, the prototype cars. Um, and I mean, I literally walked away and was blown away. Um, met one of, I think he was, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, I don't think he was Asian. He, he was on Jimmy Johnson's uh, team. He was, I mean, Jimmy's team was freaking stacked. I mean, this guy, was he from Japan or I can't even remember. He was an animal. When the race started, they go, Bernard, watch this dude. They go, nobody. He literally, from the start of the race, he just tore everybody alive. And, and led almost, he led until they had to switch drivers. So to be able to see that, and, and, and for me, I started watching, uh, once I got into NASCAR, I started watching, you know, more racing movies. And so that Ford versus Ferrari, that it. put me... That put me into that. And I'm like, yo, like, this is what I watch. And now I'm, I'm able to see it live uh, to be able to see the men just drive the women, you know, out there grinding. And, and I mean, it was the work like they literally was up for 24 hours. And I mean, some people try to hurt me get catnaps. And I mean, it was just I just gained a new love um, for that sport because like I'm like, I'm going to another race. I want to see uh, these guys go again. And, um, you know, just to be able to see all the different, you know, men, uh, they're representing uh, their countries. It was, I mean, that was just so awesome. Um, and, and I got a chance to kind of be up close and personal with Jimmy. And that was a lot of fun to be able to pick his brain. Me and him talked and laughed. And I mean, that race, just learning about that was just amazing. But then also too, at that race, I was able to learn about uh, the two wheel sport motorsport, and, um, you know, met a, 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 a man and his wife. Um, they both ride, they both compete. And they were just teaching me about that. We start following each other on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm just learning about just so many different sports. And I mean, for me, I think I told you guys too, 
I've never known the levels to this. It's so many levels to racing, uh, to motorsports, and they're all awesome. Like, I mean, you literally don't, they're, they're all awesome. And that's the fun part for me to be able to interact and be able to see this, but then also be able to share it with other men and women who look like me, who don't, you know, get a chance to see it. But then you see, they get tied in. And, and, and I didn't even tell you this. So at the Daytona 500, a, 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 a woman I went to middle school with, she just happened to be in Orlando. She drove from Orlando to Daytona. I got her um, a hospitality suite ticket uh, and a couple people from Nashville came and I was able to see her and she, black girl was blown away. And she loved NASCAR and, you know, people make fun of her talking about the sport or whatever. And she was like, thank you. Like she was just, I mean, you saw her eyes. I mean, it was just so awesome. And for me, that makes my heart happy because I'm looking like, yes, like people are here. So many different people who look different and they're fine and they're having a blast. So it was just a lot of fun. Well, and, and Mike, I know you got a question, but I, I just wanted to say with you saying that, it makes as happy as you are, and this is going to sound stupid, but I know it's going to make sense. <laughs> Imagine how a person like Mike or myself, a white person, how it makes us feel because for so long we have had to have the stereotype over us being NASCAR fans, being white NASCAR fans, that we fall into this demographic of racist, Southern, blah, blah, blah. And Bernard, I mean, yes, there are, there's crappy people everywhere. You know, you got them in the NFL, you got them in the NBA, you got them everywhere. There's, if, if people are just, you know, if they're going to be a hater, if they're going to be a racist, that's just what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. But the majority of the sport, and I dare say more so than any other sporting fan base out there, there is nothing that compares to the NASCAR fan. I, 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 I'm an NFL fan through and through. I love it. But I'm sorry. There is nothing. You cannot go to an NFL game, be on an opposing team, be an opposing team fan. Very few stadiums you can walk through. I know, I know for a fact you can't do this at Cowboy Stadium. You ain't going to walk up there in a Redskins jersey or an Eagles jersey and somebody – having a cookout is going to, Hey, come on over, have a beer. No, you're talking smack to him and stuff. No, it, the atmosphere, everything about it is so f like, Hey, come hang out. Let's do, you know, come be a part of this. And, and NASCAR for so long has wanted that image out there, you know, to, to go away and to see, you know, we embrace everyone. We want you to come. We want you to be a, a part of it. And you have been such a huge, huge part of this you know, this platform that just kind of fell in your lap. And, but I know Mike and I, I know I speak for Mike when I say that, thank you for doing this. I mean, honestly, it, it, it's sad that we've had to be, get to that point, but I appreciate it because there is nothing better than seeing a diversity of people in the stands enjoying yeah. this magnificent sport. And it is a sport and these guys yeah. are athletes. And, right. you know, it's just... I, I can't thank you enough for everything that you're doing to 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 get it out there. And I I know for you it's not work. I mean you're having a good time and you're you right. know it's it's just awesome. No, I I I, I this is thank you guys. Um, you know for just being you know, and I tell people all the time where I'm blown away. Just it's almost like everybody's just coming at you like yo open arms mm -hmm. and. I agree 100% with what you said, D. It, it, that's literally, I walk through 
the ally, I'm, I mean, every track that I've gone to, I, I, I like to go to the RV parks or, you know, where the RVs are at. And, you know, we walk in and talk to people. I mean, literally, I don't know how many, I can't even tell you how many people was just like, yo, we putting some bacon on. You want to come eat? I'm <laughs> like, oh man, I appreciate it. Thank you. And I mean, they don't care. You know, and I tell people all the time, like, I t- man, so many black people I talk to, well, man, I mean, they, they got Trump flags. And like I tell people, I don't care. Like, okay, they like who they like. You like who you like. Like, okay, we can set that stuff aside. No matter if they have a hat, a flag, whatever. The people with Trump flags have offered me to come eat. Not knowing who I was. <laughs> Ask me to come eat. Like, hey, come, come over here and chill. And, you know, whether you like who they like or not, like, it's a family atmosphere. And I think, you know, when you get there, you see it. I mean, you see the way they embrace you. You see the way that they watch with a, a focus on the number that they love, the person, the driver that they've been following for a long time. And I mean, and there's so many different people. Uh, and that's what blows me away. And I can honestly say, and I tell people this all the time, you know, I've never had one negative thing happen at all. Not one negative thing. And I had a black, a, a, a middle-aged black woman she, we were talking, going back and forth on Twitter. She said, Bernard, she's like, you know, I've fought this for so many years. I've followed NASCAR since I was a little kid. And she said, I have not one time had a problem at a track. She said, people welcome me with open arms. She was like, we're all there to, to embrace this thing, to love this, and just to have fun. And I mean, I agree with you 100%, man. It, this, is, this is a beautiful sport. It's a beautiful sport that so many people need to know about. They need, they need that. It's an expensive sport. I tell, I tell, you know, young people all the time, it's an expensive sport, but if you can find sponsors, you can find somebody. NASCAR is doing a lot of things. Others, you know, uh, big companies are doing things to sponsor kids and to get them in. You got to get a part of it if you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bernard, since we talked to you a couple of years ago, have you had a chance to get out and see some more uh, tracks uh, around the country? Man, uh, Mike, I, I, I have, I, um, I went to Kansas, uh, obviously Daytona. I've been to Daytona three times now. Um, where else have I gone? Uh, the, uh, the, the speedway here in Nashville. Um, where else have I gone? I've gone. Oh, uh, Charlotte, uh, Phoenix. Um, I'm going to, is it Watkins Glen? Yes. Cause I people want to say Glen Watkins. I don't know why we want to say somebody's legal name, <laughs> but, uh, Watkins Glen, yes. going to Watkins Glen, Pocono, uh, we're, I'm getting out there where y'all at. I'm getting out to Texas. Yes, yes um, I'm getting out there. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, going to Richmond. Oh. I am going to Bristol. Oh. And I mean, so for me, you know, as you said, D, it's like it's not work. It's really not. Like, you know, with Ally, you know, even doing a lot of stuff with NASCAR, um, it's just so much fun. And and I, I, I guess, you know, so many people have, have 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 asked you know if I have like a title or a label or whatever with NASCAR and it's like nah I don't you know I'm not Kamara like I don't have a I don't have a title I just I want to help out where I can um you know I know that joke of messing stuff up but nevertheless uh you know he got to do what he got to do to get that thing right uh, and I tell people all the time we all we all human we make mistakes um you know but you know whatever that's that's what it is but you know I love I love cheering on every driver um going into the garages learning you know about the drivers their past their what's going on and 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 so yeah so yeah i'm gonna be at a lot of tracks uh i've had so much fun at the tracks uh i've never 
I've never not had a good time. Kansas was cold as all get out, but it was, it was still a lot of fun. If you get a chance, you need to come down to Austin to the Circuit of the Americas, the, the, where the where Formula One races. Oh, Lord. See, Mike, I, that's another, like, everybody keeps telling me about Formula One. And, and I, I got to get out there. I'm with you. I got to get out there um, and see it. So I definitely, I, I, it's, on my, it's on my list. I haven't. I, it's one of those things you got to. Michael, I mean, Michael, tell you, he'll, because, he wants to kill me. I live, what it, I've lived less than, well, in San Antonio, less than. Two hours, not even, I mean, an hour, an hour less than an hour, because I lived even closer than Mike did uh, to Austin. And I still had yeah. never, I've never gone to Coda. Uh, I've never seen an F1 race yet. So, you know, you're, I'm right there with you. So, um, but I, I do want right. to go to the sprint. I, I need to go to the damn NASCAR race and there. <laughs> that's in March. It's, it's at the end of March. NASCAR is going to be at Coda. The trucks, the Xfinity, and the Cup cars are all there that weekend. Yeah. But the other thing that's worth seeing at Coda is the MotoGP. You mentioned the two-wheelers. Those guys, man, you know, they they race around Daytona, but on that road course in Austin, that is amazing how low they get when they go through turns and stuff. That's just the the driving ability of those guys. is just amazing. So That's tight. Hey, that's that's definitely on the list. Like, that's – I know – I'm gonna be doing a couple of things in March, but I'm definitely gonna try to. Uh, I'm definitely gonna try to make that one. Yeah. So, good. Bernard, have your kids gone out to a NASCAR race yet? So my son, um, my son has been to. He's been to a NASCAR race. He's been to an SRX race ah. um, at the fairgrounds. Is that fairgrounds uh-huh. in Nashville? Uh-huh. So at the fairgrounds, we went to SRX, and that's where um, um, Bill, Bill Elliott and Chase Elliott, they race each other. Um, uh, Tony. That was the final race Tony, of the season, wasn't it? Tony Stewart. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was, yep. Tony Stewart. They, they all, uh, they were in that race and that was remarkable. That Now that was one of the things where, I mean, for me, you know, I've been at the NASCAR races and you see the pit crews and everybody else. And the pit crews, was, they were a little different at this race. Uh, you know, you had some friends, uncles, a guy smoking cigarettes right by the gasoline. Like, I'm like, bruh, like, let me move away from you. Like, like we sitting there like, I'm looking like, is he smoking? I was like, no way he's smoking a cigarette. I'm talking about he puffing that thing. I'm talking about two, three inhales. The cigarette was gone. But, um, you know, but I'm just like, bruh, we over here by the gas. You try to put the gas in the car. Cigarette literally in his mouth. I'm like, he didn't did this too much. But nevertheless, that was a lot of fun at the fairgrounds. Um, I, I, I believe everybody. So at the doubleheader in Indianapolis, um, my wife, I think my wife and the kids, are, they're going to come because we're going to do some things. Um, you got to, I, I, I believe, and, and I'm going to speak this thing into his, his existence, but um, we got a great story that's going to come out, you know, as far as my upbringing and, and dealing with NASCAR or dealing with, you know, in sports. And I've never heard sticking ball sports until I started watching NASCAR. Never heard that before, (laughs) but I, you know, but, um, so I, you know, if if we get this documentary thing done and I think it's going to be really freaking cool and super exciting, but it's going to be fun to go home and, and I'm, and, and that's now that's, that's what racing is that? That's not F1, is it? For uh, IndyCar? No, no. IndyCar is just IndyCar. <laughs> IndyCar. Okay. Okay. So we, I'm, so it's going to be a double header. It's going to be NASCAR and IndyCar. Oh, so. and you're going to, I mean, I don't want to like, it. I don't want to tell you what you're going to feel, but I'm going to tell you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I bleed for NASCAR, but I'm telling you, IndyCar now, is just like, I love it. I love now, the guy. I love um, all the drivers. I love everything about it. 
Oh, I can't wait there. Now, Bernard, uh, Mario Andretti has a two-seater IndyCar yes. that he gives, he gives rides. <laughs> oh, no, that, that seat's going to stay vacant. Oh, I, okay. I, ain't got, I have no desire. Uh, Mario Andretti, can, he can, I mean, he can have that and do whatever he needs to do, but Bernard will not be in that seat. It ain't happening. Okay, just just want to throw that out there. You know, oh, and I'm not catching it. You keep it to yourself. <laughs> I, I was gonna say two things. I was gonna say one about the stick and ball. There, there's a great T-shirt and a great line that NASCAR fans or racing fans in general say: uh, "Racing takes two balls to play." Uh, <laughs> that is true. Unlike others, but um, I was also gonna tell you. You know, they actually sell street legal two-seater Indy cars that you can buy and drive or like open wheel car things. And so one time in San Antonio, uh, there was a dealership there that specializes in foreign and, you know, exotic cars and stuff. And so he had it out there and we were doing a radio event out there, uh, actually just the regular sports radio show that I was producing. And so I got my host to get, he didn't want to get in it. And so I finally got him to get in it. And then he's like, you got to go for a ride. I'm like, oh, of course I got to go for a ride. So by the time I go for a ride, this is the afternoon show. It is five o'clock. We are sitting off of one of the busiest highways in San Antonio during five o'clock. And you should have seen people. We're doing 65. I mean, like maybe 65, 70. But we go zooming down and I'm in this, you know, two seater indie car. And you can just imagine people like, what the hell just flew yeah. past me <laughs> down the highway. But uh, yeah, I was like, oh, mama's got to get one of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I want no parts of that at all. Well, tell me, uh, okay, before we before we let you go, I, I got to get your take, though, on the Daytona 500, your thoughts on uh, just everything, this new car, you know, everything that's going on with it. What did you think, uh, the atmosphere, that's, uh, that's probably the first track now or the first race you've gone to. Now, Nashville was a sellout, but Daytona is just a whole different animal, the whole weekend, everything about it. So t- tell me about that. I, I, I don't I don't know if if I can even do it justice to try to describe it. It was uh, I remember when we went up to the suite when I when I got to the track and um, I took a video and I I sent it to my wife and um, she she goes oh my gosh she goes Bernard I was like babe this is crazy and it was it, it, you know and for me it, it's one of those things that we talked about a little, a little bit ago but just how nascar wants the fans on the track on the you know the infield before the race starts and music playing you got djs you got a concert they're gonna, you know that that's happening and i mean everybody's just out there having a good time laid up on the grass writing like people right people writing on the finish line i'm like i walked down i'm like what are they doing they was like oh they signed in the finish line i'm like signing the finish line what and so you have all of that and you just got just i mean just pure joy you know people you know have been camping out there all week like i mean i saw one dude he was like oh man i've been out here all week like i, I went and grabbed a case of beer and i had my tent and i looked at him i'm like oh man that's cool but have you taken a bath like you know like i'm like i'll be asking all the crazy serious questions i'm looking like bro ham like you know you need to wash yourself you know and and uh you know you got cracks and crevices that need to be cleaned that's wet so wipes. you know wet wipes <laughs> oh no he needs some hot water and some uh, a rag with some soap but uh yeah but no but we laughed about that and just i mean just so much fun you know when i got there and and the fan zone Fan zone was off the chain. I got a chance to just see so many people that 
And, you know, because everybody from Ally just laugh at me because when we're walking through the fan zones or we're walking through the through the uh, pits and everything else, so many people are like, yo, Bernard, like, and I'm just looking like, man, this is not even a football. Like, you know, this is, we had a racetrack. I mean, people just stop. I'm hugging people, taking pictures and signing stuff. And I love doing stuff like that because I tell people all the time, even when I played, I'm like, without the fans, we are nothing. Mm-hmm. Y'all better understand that. I, w- I would tell every young player, I would tell veteran players, you know, don't forget about the fan. He or she, the kids, don't forget about them because that that was hard. I mean, you got your you got your people who are wealthy that can go and get tickets and are in the in the in, in their suites or whatever. But most of these people, they're just trying to keep things together mm-hmm. and they're trying to support their teams. And that's what you have at NASCAR. You know, these families are out here. They're looking like, man, I, I want to keep the tradition going where my dad did with us when we were kids my mom did and we want to keep following this car and yeah we hurting you know sometimes at home but at the same time when we come here we let all of that go and you see it it's right there in front of you and and i'm like man no we got like let's get out here and engage and just laugh and have fun um but that atmosphere was incredible the race was incredible and talking to the crew chiefs and um, I talked with Greg, uh, uh, Alex's crew chief before su- I talked to him Sunday, talked to him and me and Jeff Gordon was at a, uh, we were at like a little dinner thing and he was just like Bernard. He goes, I'm telling you, he said, I've been here for a couple of days. He goes, NASCAR is back. I, I-, I was like, you know, I was like, well, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Right. But he was like, Bernard, I'm telling you, he said, tomorrow you're going to see things that you've never seen before. And Greg chimed in. Greg was like, yo, he's like, Bernard He's like, you like the whole pack racing. He was like, you might have some of that. He was like, but you, they going to break off. He was like, because these cars are so different. He was like, they just react differently. You know, you can take off with different people. He was like, you may just need three cars and you can just leave people. And you saw that. And uh, for me, that was just, I mean, I understood once the race started, I'm just sitting there just watching. I understood what Jeff was saying. I mean, looking in the, in, 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 in the grandstands and, looking on the on the infield and, and it was incredible i mean like i said i'm not even doing it justice i'm really not i'm not doing it justice because you know it was just an awesome awesome time you've been in a super bowl how does it compare to the super bowl so i actually i actually got asked that question a couple times um by people you know some some people that you know we were with and out with ally jess and all them so i really so Mike and, and, and D, I don't, I've never really seen that side of it. So y'all got to remember with football players, they're keeping you confined. You mm-hmm. like, we don't get that interaction with the fans before games. Like if a fan came by the locker room to talk to us, like if a fan came on the field while we were warming up, I'm talking about it. That's a no, no. <laughs> um, you know, so the Super Bowl was a lot of fun. Right. But it wasn't a lot that was going on. Like you have your, you know, we were at the, the Superdome and of course the fans are around us in the bowl or whatever, but you know, it, it's just, it's not as spread out as Daytona was the track. And, and I mean, it's just so much going on that you're looking like, I, I was telling the, I was telling the lady, I was like, nothing compares. Like, I mean, the Super Bowl was amazing. That's something I would ch- forever cherish, but I can't look at this and compare it to that because it's completely different. And, you know, I mean, for the Super Bowl, it's fun and everything else. That was a lot of fun. But for the Daytona 500, I mean, you like, I think they said it was over 160,000 people 
you know, that was there. I'm like, yo, like you can't compare that to anything with football. You can't compare, you know, hearing all of those people roar after a wreck, 160,000, like incredible. The car is just up. It was, it was so much going on. I mean, jumbotrons everywhere, hospitality suites everywhere, fans, RVs everywhere. As you said, the lake, the water all over there. Like it was, you can't, it was just so much. It was so much. And that's why I'm saying I can't even do it justice to try to describe it. And Dawn, how many times have we told people, you got to come to a race to experience this, you know? A lot of people think, oh, it's going to be boring and everything. Oh, heck no. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's quite an experience. And you just nailed it the way you described it, Bernard. So it's, Mike, I mean, I, I tell people, I, I mean, for so many people who said, like, you know, I was talking to a guy. He was like, yo, I never experienced anything like a Daytona 500. He was like, I, I literally come here every year because I want to experience the Daytona 500. He was like, I've been trying to tell people. And I'm like, yo, like, and, and, and after the race, I can attest. I'm like, yo, that is freaking crazy. Like, that was so much fun. Um, I mean, just just so much fun. I, like, my gosh. Like, I, I mean, I can't even I can't even explain it. I really can't because I had that much fun after the race. I had posted a, a, a video and I was just blown away at everything that just took place and just the people that I met, I met and um, wow, you know, and, and then you got guys like Austin Cedric winning and, you know, people dogging them out because whatever. I don't even know why people, it's, people find a reason to hate all the time. And I'm like, like man, that dude braces his butt off, you know, and, and, you know, but whatever. No, oh, it's great. And, yep. and what was your thoughts on the Coliseum race? I mean, cause it was, it was new for all of us. So what was your thoughts on yeah. it? D it was, it was fun to me. And, and I know a lot of people and, and I think you, you encountered, you know, some people uh, on social media complaining and, you know, talking about the, the calling it that was a halftime show or whatever, you know, you know, being whatever. And like I tell people all the time, I'm like, you know, they're in LA. What in the world did you think was about to happen? <laughs> they went and got legends, you know, and, and whether you like the music or not, they went and got legends. And, you know, it was, they wanted to put on a show for the fans. And that's exactly what they did. They put on a show. It was an exhibition um, race. It, they put on a show for the fans. Um, they wanted to reach a different uh, demographic and they did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't listen to rap. I listen to gospel. But, you know, I haven't always I've always listened to gospel, but I, I, I would listen to rap at, at, at times. And, you know, it was cool to be able to see, you know, those rappers get up. But I mean, I, I didn't have it on to be able to see Ice Cube, you know, performing. That was a that was a lot of fun. But just the race itself, the track was tiny. And, and but once again, you know, for me, that's that's appreciation of the skill set that they have mm-hmm. uh, to be able to go on that tiny track. And just to whip that car. Uh, and and I, I don't ever think anybody was full throttle uh, because you can't, you know, you're going to be in the stands if you got full throttle. But, you know, to be able to learn uh, or, or or see, you know, what they were out there doing was just a lot of fun. And I think for the most part, a lot of them had fun, you know, just to get in and see what the cars was doing, um, you know, and, and, and it was just, you know, it was L.A. Mm-hmm. It was L.A. That's the best way I could put it. It was L.A. It was 
I like the fact that they stepped out. They invested to, to, to reach an audience that hadn't really seen the sport or talked about the sport or um, been to a race. And, and, and I thought they achieved what they were, what they set out for. Um, so it was, it was a lot of fun uh, to be able to watch that, but Daytona to me blows that out the water. And, and, and I had a blast. Just wait till you That's go to awesome. Bristol. Wait till you do Bristol. But, um, you know, and, and just really quick, some fun facts that I learned today. Um, <laughs> well, during the race, during the Daytona race, you know, Mike and I talk, we text back and forth and stuff. And, uh, and then I'm texting a couple of friends of mine, uh, one of one of our friends on our show that we have all the time, Philippe Lopez. He's uh, originally from San Antonio. He's a competition director for Petty Motorsports, and he's been a longtime crew chief. Um, and we like to give him accolades. He's, he's one of these that's like, stop, stop. But when, when Dale Earnhardt first started DEI uh, a long time ago, Philippe was the very first employee handpicked by Dale Earnhardt. So that should, that right there, to me, I'm like, okay, done, resume there. So right. Philippe is our go-to. And then our good friend, Matthew Kemp, another guy from San Antonio who is a gas man on, uh, for Rick Ware Racing. And I want to say, I think he was doing the 27 car uh, this past weekend. He was there with uh, Jacques, uh, I believe. So um, I talked to him today. I talk, Well, during the Daytona 500, I was talking to Philippe. Because Mike and I were noticing, okay, what's up with the tires? All, all of a sudden, there's tires going everywhere. Nobody can control the tires. And then and then Mike and I were also saying that um, the car flipping. We were like, okay, well, after all these, you know, that was one of the things. And Philippe's comment was, every, no matter what, something, if you're at Daytona and you get hit and you're doing 190 miles an hour, you're going airborne. It, there's nothing they can do. It's going to happen, you know. And, and, sure. and so, but today, my fun facts that I learned from Matt um, a couple things. Hey, I didn't know that this car weighed more. Mike, did you, when we were doing all the details, did you talk about that? Cause I don't remember. Normally the cars weigh 3,600 pounds. Now yeah. they're 4,200 pounds. So they're Ooh. heavier. Um, Matt confirmed to me that the problem with the wheels, I'm like, come on, dude, you got one job now. There's one hub, <laughs> you know, there's one lug nut. But he's explaining to me, yeah, but there's a locking me mechanism and stuff in the hub. And if they don't get that in right, then that one lug nut is not going to set right and the wheel's just going to go. And so that's what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then Matt, and I'm like, Matthew, where have you been all off season that you did not know this? Matt found that while he's gassing, oh, the tanks are bigger. And the gas can is holding more fuel is now holding 22 gallons instead of 19 or whatever. Because, and he was explaining to me, he's like, you know, we know that when we're, normally we only do one can of fuel at Daytona, but for some reason, he's like, for some reason they made the call to do two. So he's like, I'm sitting there doing my count. He's like, normally it's a seven second count, seven to eight seconds. But he says, I usually like to, to pull on seven because I know, you know, at, at least then I'm not overstating. And he's like, and I pull and there's still fuel in there. He's like, Oh shoot. I think I made a mistake. And that's how he learned that. There's I'm like, well, hello. So are you telling me some of the teams don't even know, but, um, but, I we talked about that about the dynamic with how I think over these next few races California is going to be another one of these it's always a pit strategy race at California the, the large tracks usually are and these pit crew teams the pressure is really on them because the choreography everything now has changed you know like I said Matt Matt in his head he goes by a you know one one hundred you know the one or one one thousand two one thousand three and in his head and he's the gas man that's telling him go 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 you know so. Right. Everything, though, and now he's used to the dance, as we used to call it, around the car, and that has all changed. So it's going to take a little bit for these teams to really 
you know, get the feel, get settled in and, and get that count back down. And so I think a lot of these tracks, uh, especially this first half of the season, I think there's going to be some races. It's cliche to say that are going to be one coming off of pit road or whatever, but I really do think the pit crews are really going to play a bigger role in these, you know, next few races until they get these bugs out of them and really get this system going. But I thought that was interesting that he didn't, even, <laughs> he's the gas man and he didn't even know that there was more gas in the can. Yeah, that's, I mean, for, for me, I mean, I, obviously the off seasons are short and talking to a lot of the, uh, talk to a lot of the pit guys and a lot of the crew chiefs, they were just like, yo, the bad part about it was kind of getting the cars. I, I think they were low on cars, but so most teams yeah. couldn't get it. So they were just shuffling so many things in the off season. So, you know, I think with that, you were limited with info. You, mm-hmm. you, they didn't really have a lot of info. And then, too, when it's time to go out there and perform, man, it, it's just one of those things where you're like, okay, we're, we're going to continue to learn. And I think that's what you're saying. Like, they're going to continue to be learning, and that potentially is going to cost a driver, you know, or a team. That's going to cost the team in one of these races here coming up. And, um, you know, but that's the fun – I think that's the fun part because you like – you know, as a fan or opposing fan, you see a certain driver go down, you're like, oh, yes. But then, you know, that's going to be detrimental to another fan uh, and, and team. But, uh, you know, but they're professionals. They're going to they, – they, they better learn quick or, or you know, or, or they're going to be buying. They, they told me they usually have the person that made the mistake buy everybody beer for like a week or two. Um, and they fix it or whatever. So, hey, they better do something because it's going to be – it's going to be crazy. Well, and this uh, and what Matthew said, and this is what I love is, you know, he's on a hard that Rick Ware racing team. That's a that's a Texas team, too, right there. But um, I love it. Mike and I, this is what we have been stressing the last two weeks is this season. I think everything is equal, you know, all these. and, And that is what you said is correct. There's even the big teams that only have three cars right now. And, and so that's why they're really trying to take care of stuff, take care of their equipment. The other thing, too, is, you know, the bottom of the car, how they were showing it and how it's that single plate now, Mike, that we were talking about. Yeah. Matt was telling me, you know, it's really kind of screwed more with the bigger money teams because there was a lot of ways that they would go in and hollow certain things out that, you know, I mean, there was a lot of things that they could do. They had the money to do it. They had, you know, so they could fix it real quick if need be that the single car teams or whatever, those smaller teams can't do. There is none of that. That's why that plate and everything is there now on the bottom of the car. So nothing can be tinkered with anymore. NASCAR has, you know, they are, it, it's, I love it though, because there are so many, no, there are so many guys and women and, you know, and gals out there that are talented that just don't have the equipment under them. And, you know, I mean, a driver, you can have all the talent in the world, um, but if that equipment isn't able to compete, and, you know, we've seen like, Starting park cars, starting park guys used to get, and now you don't really have that anymore. But a few years back, you did, and those guys used to take so much crap. I mean, people, yeah. fans did not understand that they would lease these engines that were used. They were getting bodies on cars that were six, seven, eight years old. You know, I mean, or chassis and stuff, just taking whatever parts they could. But like the engines, they would lease them, and they were legally only able to run x amount of miles per race and they had to pull out or else they had to pay like basically renting the miles and they can't afford that and people just didn't understand it and so i love it because i think we're going to see some guys in victory lane this season 
We already have. We've already seen, well, not already seen in Victory Lane, but we've already seen in these two races names up in the top 10 or up racing for the leader, you know, leaderboard and stuff. The Coliseum was the biggest thing to me on a short track like that, where you think that that's, that's skill, that's driver skill. And you saw some names that you didn't normally see. And then some names that you normally see that are in really good equipment were way in the back and didn't, didn't have good days. And I like that. I like, I, I, you know, who doesn't like the underdog? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love it as well. I, I think, you know, I was talking to a couple of drivers and, 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 and there's some things that they still can do. Um, and, and, you know, and even with some of the parts, like, you know, I, it's, they still can do some things, but I just, I, I want to be able to see, I, I want to be able to see those cars. Like, I mean, being at the race, you know, watching a 44 car, watching a 50 car, uh, watching a couple other cars, you know, watching them get out there. You, I still saw some of the same things I saw last season. Um, but, you know, it was, but that was just, you, you just, I, for me, I'm still learning that part of it on, okay, well, wait a minute. How are they way behind? Like what happened? How did they lose the draft that fast? Like, yeah. so <laughs> I'm still learning all of that, but yeah, I do want to see more of a even playing field uh, because, you know, talking to the Corey LaJoy's and, and all of that, like, you know, this dude was like, yo, Bernard, he was like, a, you know, I'm not the dog, his team or whatever. He's like, if I was, if I was in better equipment, you know, I could be running up there with, with them. He was like, I just don't, you know, we just can't, I think he said one engine uh, that they end up getting one week was almost, I want to say it was over 50 grand, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's inexpensive for. Right. Year. It might've been more than that. And he was just like, we can't touch it. He said, we can't do anything to make the car faster. He's like, we, we literally like, if we have a problem, we have to call whoever we rented it from. They send make people out to come touch it. And I'm like, what like i mean it's just i'm but this is the amazing part for me to be able to learn that and to understand it and not really say understand it because i still kind of don't understand it because i'm looking like well well why are why are you a part of the sport then you know what i mean but 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 it's just the it's the love for it it's the love for it it's the the competition and everything else and and just if they can make it in, that's a payday for them where they can potentially put something else on the back end. So th- this is why I'm building my second rig. This is why I'm continuing to watch and go to races because this is the part that just continues to, you know, energize me and, and because I'm constantly learning and, and loving it. I, it's just so much fun. Good. Mike, you have anything else? No, he's he said it all. I mean, it's been awesome. And Bernard, you're awesome, man. You are awesome. He just he cracks me up. I swear, he cracks me up. But we want. I mean, of course, we want to be greedy and and invite you to come back as much as you want to come back. I mean, should we'd have you on every week if you'd come back every week? But no, I mean, seriously, you have a spot here with us. I know you do your thing and you're on other things, but uh, absolutely love to have you on. It's just fun. Let me know. I just like to shoot the you know. Let me know. Yeah. And if you come to Texas Motor Speedway, look, 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 look us up. Oh, I, I, I'll be there. Like, I'm t- if, if I tell you I'm coming, I am coming. So okay. yeah, we just gotta we gotta figure all that out. And I'm look, I'm I'm, I'm working on a what is it a hard car hard pass? Hard oh, hard oh I don't. Yeah. yeah, we don't even have. We get the paper crap. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to like down. I mean, I'm glad I get the paper stuff, but you know, it's like a big old thing flapping all. I want the little. Yeah. 
No. <laughs> with, your, with your picture on it. Right. right Don, I don't want to have to go like anything? search. Can I get a hot pass too? You know, no, I just want to ching. What do y'all think? Yeah. Yeah. That's me. No, I'm just. You say, I want to show you my credentials. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid even with the hard card you still at each track have to go and get the sticker though and stuff so i mean you still have to get stickers hey. for it but uh it's all right anyway but yeah i want to feel important dadgummit you are important <laughs> well in my You're own world indeed. i'm important but uh but no and 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 you know the race weekends go by so fast now but texas if we can arrange it mike and i at some point we will let, let's arrange it for dinner, possibly. Let, I'll find you some good barbecue or something, or something. We'll, we'll go do. We'll, we'll, we'll do something, Texas. You know how to get me. Oh yeah, we know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat a lot, but I'll watch you and I'll enjoy it that way now. So. Oh hey hey, let's go! I'll I'll, I'll eat for us. <laughs> Take it for the team. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Bernard Pollard, thank you once again for joining us. Uh, again, y'all can find him on Twitter. He's on the gram. I want to sound cool like the kids and say the gram. So he's on there. <laughs> um, hey, are you on Facebook? Are you are you on the old thing like like us? <laughs> look, look, I don't to, like so. Me, I really don't even get on Facebook that much. Like when my mom, I was talking to my mom and she was just like, yeah, she was like, I was on the book. I go, wait, 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 wait. I go, mom. Don't you ever say that again. I go, you call it by his name. It's called Facebook. And so we just laughed about that. But yeah, I really don't, I'm not really on Facebook that much. You know, I'm, I'm more on, you know, Instagram. I do a lot of stuff with my my uh, training business as far as training BBs, football mm-hmm. stuff uh, on Instagram. And uh, Twitter is where I'm mainly at because I, I get to just enjoy and go back and forth with fans. And so, yeah, Twitter is where where you can find me active i should say what, what's, right. what's the other cool ones that like i don't i don't have anymore or i don't do i've gotten accounts on them but i don't go on i don't understand what's like the other thing that the kids do nowadays uh, oh, that, tiktok what is it, that, and all this other stuff snapchat. yeah snapchat. snapchat yeah i don't do all that TikTok. no no just stay with twitter we're too old for that <laughs> like, oh, it, yeah. instagram's that's, hard that's, enough that's trouble we <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that's that's trouble when you can have a message that disappeared. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> trouble, trouble with the capital T. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we'll God, we'll we'll see you here at Texas, and we'll definitely have you back all on right. as much as you want to come on. All right. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to TrackSmack SmackCast. Check out more at TrackSmackRadio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.